What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. A very valuable, very uh, awesome guest. His name is Charles Reed. He is a CEO of Get Payroll, CPA, U.S. Tax Court Practitioner, IRS Advisory Council, author of the payroll book, <laughs> and Forbes Business Council. Charles, that's a lot. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit, a little bit more about your background? Maybe a little more in depth. <laughs> Deanna, my, my pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm a Midwestern boy. I grew up in Davenport, Iowa. Uh, after high school, I joined the United States Marine Corps. Spent Thank four years. Service. Thank you. Spent four years in, in service. Uh, two years overseas, including a combat tour in Vietnam. Came back, was stationed in Kansas City. Met my wife. Uh, married her. She had five kids when I married her. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I claim insanity. Uh, but we were married for 46 years before she passed. Um, uh, so that was, it was, it was a good marriage. Not perfect, but good. Uh, realized that the business community did not accept my military training as valuable. So I went to the University of North Texas, uh, got my BBA, my MBA, sat for and passed my CPA exam while I was still in graduate school, went to work for Texas Instruments, spent a dozen years 15 years working in various companies, large and small, uh, turnarounds, corporate work, controllership, so on. Uh, and then realized I was never going to run a major corporation. Yeah. I did not have the political skills. I'm unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder. So if I was going to run a company, I figured I'd have to start my own. Yeah. So 30 years ago this year, uh, Ruth, my wife, and I started our own company. Oh, wow. Very well. Condolence. I, you know, often my condolences. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want, so, the, so your wife that, that you're talking Ruth is the one that, that passed. Yeah. Yes. My, I lost my husband five years ago. So that's a hard that. thing to lose a spouse. If I lost her today and it's been six years, I'm not sure I'd get up. Really? Uh, I, I, I seriously considered giving up then, uh, but she'd been disabled for eight years from stroke. So I knew it was coming. Uh, it still wasn't easy. Uh, the older you get, the harder it gets. And at some point in time, a lot of men uh, after their wife dies, just lay down and die. And uh, I, I considered it. So yeah, it's tough. Thank you. you for know. Being, thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that. Um, yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's, it's not, I mean, I was obviously younger than my, my husband, and, but he was sick for a long time. And when you are a spouse and you're dealing with that, the dynamics of your relationship change so dramatically. And it's just, it's very hard. And unless you've gone through it, I don't think people really understand how, like the dynamics around all that and what it does to you. No, so. I was, I was her caregiver for eight years. Uh, then, then on top of that, we lost our eldest daughter. 30 oh. years ago to uh, ovarian cancer. Oh. Uh, so that's another one. If you haven't been through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I've talked to a number of people over the years who've lost a child and, and I can talk to them. Most people can't because they have no idea what to say. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, I just tell them what it's, what I found is it never goes away. You just don't think about it as often over time. Yeah, I have, Never goes away. I have no, ch I have no children, so I can't speak to that at all. I mean, I, I want, I wanted, I still do. God willing, who knows? 
but you know that that's something that I I hope that I never have to face. So I you know well my condolences for that as well. Well, let's talk about your your um, journey. You've done a lot. I mean, thank you for your service to our, our country. I'm sure like what's been going on recently is probably driving you a little crazy. <laughs> we won't we won't get in. I have I know my brother is a Marine. I mean, we're totally all American family. My cousins were mar like Marines are in the service. Like I have friends that are military. So for me, like to have watched like everything that's happened, I mean, really over the last year has been kind of really discouraging for our country yeah. and everything that you like you people, you know, our, our, our military has fought for. And it's uh, it's kind of a slap in the face, I feel like. It's it's crazy, to say the least. <laughs> He's like, we're not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. All right. So you um, so tell us about this book. I mean, we could start there. Let's tell, tell us about okay. the payroll book because I feel like you have a lot of great valuable information for the audience. The payroll book, a guide for small businesses and startups. Basically, it's 30 years of my experience distilled down to 95,000 words. Um, <laughs> That's still a lot of words. Still a lot of words. But it's, it's the things that a small businessman or an entrepreneur needs to know about payroll. Uh, whether you actually need to pay payroll or you shouldn't pay payroll. Uh, who's an employee? Who's an independent contractor? You don't get to choose. There's laws that cover all that. Uh, if you've been, if you're an, if you're an incorporated entrepreneur for liability purposes, and you work in the business, you're an employee, and you've got to take W two wages. Yep. You don't have a choice. Uh, spouses, children, relatives, are they employees? Statutory employees, non-statutory employees, penalties. In fiscal 19, the IRS issued 13 billion dollars of employment tax penalties. Like 40, 40% of small businesses get penalized every year, and the average penalty is $800. Okay. So if you weren't penalized last year or the year before, you're due this year. <laughs> Why do you say that? What's the reason behind that? 40% of them get penalized every year. They they make mistakes, and not only do businesses make mistakes. The IRS makes millions of mistakes a year. They've got 100,000 people. They have inadequate budget for training and, and keeping people current. 40% of the people are eligible to retire within the next two years. Hi, Kat. <laughs> That's Sophia. Uh, hi, Sophia. Uh, and they're dealing with technology in some cases that goes back to the 1960s. Wow. So, and then you throw COVID on top of it, uh, I was talking to an IRS appeals officer uh, last week, and she's right there at the Ogden campus. They still have numerous semi-trailers parked outside with bags of unopened mail. Get out. No, absolutely. Wow. They're wow. barely, they, they were first getting people back in March to open the mail Holy in God. Ogden. So they're, they're, at one point in time, there were 20 million pieces of unopened mail. Oh who God. knows how many there are now. That's insane. So, it, it really is insane. And they're, they're issuing penalties out of the computer and they have documents and checks and forms that they haven't opened that negate those penalties. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy out there. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully if you are getting penalized and then I guess this is where your expertise comes in um, for a small business owner or anybody out there that, you know, that is filing under a business entity. Um, that they're doing their research and that they are educating themselves so they can avoid those penalties. 
Well, that again, that's in the book. There's steps you can take to avoid penalties. The, the biggest one is make sure your arithmetic is right. Uh, there's a lot of penalties because the arithmetic's not right. Yeah. Make sure you file everything timely. Know when you have to file it and make sure you get it filed on time. Yeah. Make your deposits, make them on time. If they're one second late, there's a penalty. And that's, they're not, they're not, they probably won't waive it. Well, maybe once they'll, they'll waive it once, but they, you know, they get, they get hostile after a while. And then if you get penalized, read your documents, analyze what's going on. If it's a missing form that you filed, send them the form and the proof you filed it. If it's a deposit that you made that they don't have on file, send them proof of it. Right. Uh, if now you didn't make the deposit, make it immediately, stop the penalties. Okay. If you didn't file the form, file it immediately, stop the penalties from increasing. Okay. But if they've made a mistake and you're trying to fix it, don't give up. Right. Uh, the first letter you write, they're going to say no. Oh, yeah. I don't care what the circumstances are. The first letter is always, no, we're not going to bait it. The second letter, if it's egregious, you have about a three to 5% chance of getting an abatement on the second letter. It's only the third letter they really look at. And then there's other things you can do. You can file a, a 12-153 for a uh, collection due process hearing, which delays collection and gets you a, a, an educated person to talk to. You can file appeals. You can go to tax court. I, I became a U.S. tax court practitioner <coughs> here a number of years ago because the IRS was getting really terrible, and I felt I needed that credential to be able to defend my clients. Sure. What it allows me to do is to file a petition with tax court for my client and go in and prosecute the case and defend the case for my client without being an attorney. Uh, there's about 200 of us in the country that can do that. Wow, that's impressive. So um, it's, so it's, I haven't lost one yet. It'll happen, but not yet. So I've had, I've gone up against the IRS a couple of times. Um, once was with my late husband. We had a net loss carry forward from a business that um, the bank, like, you know, the bank called the loan and that was during 2008 where everything crashed. And we ended up winning, we ended up winning. And then after my husband passed, you know, I was, you know, we had joint, we filed joint returns and we had several businesses together. And you're talking, we did $20 million in our one business and they were trying to come after me for about $225,000. And I was like, well, I had no ownership of the business, but that particular one, I had ownership of other ones, but the one that they were trying to collect that on, I had no ownership in and went to his daughters. So we did some research and ended up filing an injured spouse return or, or something and yep. ended up they ended innocent up, spouse in it yeah so they ended they ended up like wiping that and i was no longer liable but yeah you do have when it comes to the irs you need you need to do your research and you need to know what you're doing you know because like you said i mean i file it the first one i think they did deny me the first time like you said yeah and then i had to like follow up and do it more it's like she's yeah she's like i don't know what she's doing up there but um yeah that's no fun when you have to deal with the irs stuff at all it's a it's a whole series of no's when you're trying to get a penalty abated followed by a single yes and when you get that yes say thank you and get the hell out of there yeah <laughs> and, and some of these things we had one it took nine years holy cow uh, and finally i'd gone up the ladder and up the ladder and up the ladder and finally i got to the chief of field operations for the Western United States, and he wouldn't return my calls. So 
having been on NERSAC and knowing the people, I called Chief of Appeals in Washington and I said, Sally, I can't get this guy to call me back. And she said, I'll have him call you. He called me that afternoon. I've been after him for a year. Oh, wow. And uh, we opened up the whole thing, got a new set of eyes looking at it, and they said, yeah, we'll abate it. So it went from a $95,000 penalty to a $400 refund. Wow. That's awesome. They're lucky that your client was lucky to have you. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Ho, 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 ladies. The holidays came early, not only for you, but for your man here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Also, this awesome refined cologne. It smells so sexy. My man loves it. I love him wearing it, especially after he's all clean shaven, using the lawnmower 4.0 and trimming those nasty nose hairs and those ear hairs. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies? It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code labelfree20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's right, ladies, 20% off and free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. Excellent. <laughs> yes. All right. Continue, Charles. You've, uh, you are a wealth of knowledge. Well, and, and there's, there's a lot of things that if you don't know, you're missing out on things. For instance, if you give any of your people time off, if it's for a, a reason that's FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act okay. type, not you don't have to be subject to FMLA. Right. You can get a tax credit for the money you pay up to 25% of what you pay them, you can get as a tax credit. <coughs> it's section four. The, the company, you're the business. The company. company. And oh, if, okay. you're, if, you're, if you're an S-corp like I am, it yeah. flows through to your personal return. Wow. It's okay. a general that's business good. tax credit. So that's, that's a great little thing. So if you're giving uh, the, the, somebody in your office off because they're sick or they're taking care of a kid or a husband or a wife, whatever, you can get 25% of what you paid them back as a tax credit. Nice. That's a hell of a deal. And they just extended that for another five years. So there's a lot of things that that's why the book. So you can learn these things. And I'm, I'm going to make an offer for your listeners. If they will go into the payrollbook.com, the website, and put in podcast in the discount code, we'll send them a free book. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm writing this down. So I'm going to make sure I put that out there. Because that's awesome. I think that, you know, I, I think a mistake that a lot of small businesses make is that they don't, they, they don't use their resources, you know, and this and, is a great resource. And this is a free resource. And then, you know, if, 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 if it's a question they can't, they can't figure out, call me, yeah. email me, CJR, get payroll. No big deal. If we can solve, if we can do it off the cuff, it's free. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love it. You have some great questions here. And I want to ask a couple of them because I feel like, um, that, the, you know, these are great, great questions to be answered. Um, what business entity should I choose? Well, <laughs> there's, and that's in the book, there's four basic entities. Uh, the most tax effective one is a S corp or an LLC filing as an S corp. The liability protection is huge. I, I don't recommend anybody go into business that does anything with the public as a sole proprietor. Yeah. You're just asking in this day and age to get sued and possibly lose everything you own. 
if you incorporate or you create an LLC and then you file it as an S corp, uh, you're protected for the liability purposes. And it's a very good uh, tax entity for your purposes. It's passed through. Uh, you can take up half the income uh, and not pay employment tax on it if you don't want to. Uh, and there's some, some real tax advantages to that. Uh, I don't recommend a partnership for tax purposes. Uh, I recommend you form a corporation and issue equal shares if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And I don't recommend a sole proprietorship unless you're real small and you don't interact with the public because the liability of a, of a sole proprietor is just overwhelming. Uh, why take the chance? The $300 to incorporate and the extra maybe $300 a year for a uh, corporate tax return, it's cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. Agreed. I actually have an LLC. So I started, I got into the fashion um, business a couple of years ago. I've just kept my LLC going and, and I've, I've kept like, I have a skincare line. I've kept it under that. I've kept uh, my podcast is under that. So even though it's just not really, I'm not, I'm, I am interacting with the public, but you know, I just still, there's so many benefits to having it. Yeah. And I, so I do, I do have expenses for the skincare line and for this. So it just makes sense. Well, the, the, li the liability that you, the potential liability you have is yeah. huge. Right. Okay. If, if something went wrong in the manufacturing product project in, in the process and you sold, you know, 10,000 bottles that damaged women. Oh God. Well, it's not, not, uh, not, not that uh, hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they, 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 if you were a sole proprietor, you would, you would be penniless. Yeah. You'd have judgments that you that you'd never get rid of. Yeah. Why take that chance and pay more taxes? <laughs> right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So I'm I personally totally I'm all about that, and I think that if anybody has any type of small business, definitely it's worth the extra couple hundred dollars just to do that. And you know, this chapter one of the book, entity selection. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. So here's another one: seven steps to force the IRS to abate a penalty. So we kind of okay. talked about this a little bit. But. We, we've talked about it a little bit, but it's basically uh, you, you send letters, you follow up, uh, you, you file your 12-153 for a collection due process, you go to appeals, and if necessary, uh, depending upon the tax, you file a petition with U.S. Tax Court. It's $60. You can do it pro se, meaning as the taxpayer, right. uh, if you don't want to use a professional. Uh, if you have to go to district court, then it's probably $5,000 for an attorney. Uh, so it may not be worth it. I right. mean, you know, fr guys, frankly, if the IRS sends you a letter and it's $12 and 50 cents, send them the money. Right. Just pay it. It's, it's not worth the letter. Okay. We, when we get them for clients, we get in these, these little piddling things they've screwed up and it's $7, $10, $15. We just pay them for our clients. We don't even bother with it. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't, we just pay it. it. It's cheaper to pay it for our client than to argue about it or write the letters. Yeah. I, I mean, when it comes to like dealing with that, I, you're, we're talking like larger sums of money where it's $95,000. You fight it for, for nine years if you have to. <laughs> the, the IRS is set up for a whole series of appeals and take advantage of those. Yeah. Because again, you only have to get one person one time to agree with you. Yeah. And you walk away. I love it. That's awesome. That's what's great. Um, you know, here, here's one that I don't know what this is. PEOs. What, what does PEO stand for? PEO is a professional employer organization. Okay. It's what used to be called staff leasing. 
Uh, now, staff, lease, staff leasing was set up to basically shift taxes illegally. A number of the original PEO people went to jail over it. Oh, wow. Uh, they don't do that anymore because the laws have changed and all the states have papered it over. So you can't do that anymore. But the PEOs survive and their shtick is that, well, we provide all these benefits for you that you don't have to worry about. We do payroll, we do HR, we get you a better rate for workers' comp and group insurance. Well, they overcharge. Yeah. I've never seen a company that can't leave a PEO and save $1,000 per person per year. Wow. That, that's my experience. Uh, your PEO people will argue with me. Sure. Uh, if you, if you want to buy a Cadillac in group insurance policy, that's fine. They'll get you a cheaper one than you can buy on your own. But that's what they'll say. If you want a Ford model or a Chevy model of a group health plan, um, that's not available. It's only the Cadillac. Workers' comp, they, workers comp caught onto this. And now they do individual underwriting. So you're not going to get the, the benefit of being part of a larger group for the workers' comp. And HR, if you got to fire Joe, they're not going to come fire him. If, if, if Sally broke up with a boyfriend and is in crying, they're not going to have a shoulder for her to cry on. It's going to be your shoulder that cr she right. cries on. Right. Okay. If Jose's kids are sick, you got to deal with the outflow. They're not going to do it. So the, the whole HR thing is, is yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't think they, they, they provide what they kind of explained to you they're going to, and they're very, very expensive. Yeah, I have some experience in that with, you know, I would never use those types of services because I'm like, it, does, it didn't make any sense like financially to, to do it because you, there are so many people out there looking for work. You just have, they have to do the, the interviews, which is, is tedious, but you know, I would, I rather just spend a little bit of time doing that, you know, versus, you know, well, being someone, uh, you know, like you said, the Cadillac fees for someone that you're going to have to deal with the problem anyways. <laughs> and and the and the PEO is not going to do your interviews for you. Right. Oh, exactly. They're, they're, they're not even going to do that. So what are they doing for yeah. you? They're just taking your money. That's it. That, uh, and, and that's why the, the major payroll companies like ADP and Paychex really push their PEOs because they're their most profitable divisions. Yeah. They make more money. I was, I worked Somebody. at the builder, so I know a lot of this stuff. And plus I, you know, I had, I had over 150 employees, but CJ, I, I was calling you Charles, it's CJ, right? It's Charles. Charles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you said CJ earlier, but before we wrap things up, I know you plugged it once. Can you go ahead and like give all your links where people can reach out to you and sure. uh, all that good stuff? Obviously it's get payroll here on the background. Get payroll.com is the website. My email is CJR at get payroll. Uh, the payroll book is available at thepayrollbook.com. It's available at Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, other fine bookstores. But uh, if they will go to thepayrollbook.com and put in podcast, your listeners, uh, I'll send them a free book. Awesome. I love it. Before we say goodbye, are there any last words of wisdom or advice for our entrepreneurs out there, small businesses, all that good stuff? Two, two things I, I, I like to, to talk about or, or say, two old sayings. One is, there's never a traffic jam on the extra mile. You go the extra mile for your clients, your competitors won't, it'll make a difference. The other thing, if you're in business, if you're doing anything, it's a Bill Gates saying, people will overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. 
So stick, stick with it for the long term. You'll be amazed what you can accomplish. Love it. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Charles, for being a guest. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, follow, share, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.